Hey everyone, Tom Powers here with Gary Vaynerchuk. When John and I were sitting down saying who's the best person to have at ARIC 2017, straight away it was like there was one second we said Gary V. But Gary V, you couldn't be there. You've got I'm something. Sorry, Eric. But, uh, Gary. But you came to me. 100%. And I'm going to say, over the next uh, 40 minutes, 45 minutes, you're going to give us a brain dump. People in Australia, they love you. They absolutely love you because you're one of the people, Gary, that actually people feel like what you say you actually do versus yes. being the sort of person that puts on a presentation and then says, oh, got my speaker's fee, I'm gone. you like this. Uh, first of all, everybody at Eric, I'm so humbled. And right before we went and started filming, we were having a nice little moment. And I don't like doing this, but I made a commitment that I will be there within the next two years. So I don't think you need me back to back. So probably in 2019, and by the way, I've got plans to make it even more exciting for me to be there physically in 2019. We will do that, so thank you, mate. Uh, number two, uh, there's a funny thing about me. I don't talk about stuff until I've done it. The reason people feel that I talk about things that I back up is because I'm cooking it up. Yeah. I'm doing it now, as my team knows, and then I talk about it. What's good for me is that I do stuff so early that I can do everything, feel the effects of it, then talk about it and still be like, oh my God, he's talking about stuff that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're the human, you're the experiment. 100%. Wine Library, my personal brand, my clients at VaynerMedia, this team, we know what's going on on Musical.ly and Snapchat and the nuances of Instagram influencers and Alexa skills. And this is all out there, but the people that tend to do it are at the forefront of Silicon Valley. I do it more in a Madison Avenue entrepreneurial lane. And so that's what's been working for me. And so I think about how do I sell a home right, in Melbourne different than everybody else, that actually costs less than what everybody else does. I don't need my face on a bench. I don't need to do direct mail. But the key, everybody, my philosophy is I have to be patient. If I'm gonna be the best at selling homes in Hunter Valley, and I'm gonna do that on Facebook, I need to eat crow for two years and wait for that to happen. Okay, so when you say you it, like the Hunter Valley reference, absolutely. Give me some American too. This guy's guy, I'm from the wine world. I know your. I, I love your country. I know your world cold. I'm pumped. Semillon from Hunter Valley, the best white wine deal in the world that nobody knows about. Americans are stupid. They're drinking New Zealand. Some. I'm just kidding. I know that's always a rival. No, but the people. I think Semillon from Hunter Valley is some of the best deals in the world. Gary. Yes. You, you know, mate. I didn't realize until today, but you've actually had a lot to do with the real estate industry. I mean, you've spoken at conferences where there's yes. been 40,000 people. Yes. You, real estate is something that you've got a bit of an interest in. in if I was born in a different family that didn't have a liquor store, like, like I, I mean, I'm a salesman, yeah. and real estate is about selling. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I like about the real estate industry is it goes ups and downs. Yeah. I like when the market crashes because it gets rid of all the pretend people. Yeah. I know that there's of the 4,000 of you, a lot of you are actually pretenders. I'm not kidding, I don't want to hurt feelings. I'm trying to be kind here. Let me explain. When the market's good, everybody's a hero. You know What you're gonna hear for the next 40 minutes is I don't know when your economy gets soft, if ever, but if it does, you've lived through ups and downs. Yeah. I want to give you tools that will allow you to navigate. I think of myself as a wartime general. I like being a businessman when it's bad. Wine Library, my first business, VaynerMedia, this business, yeah. both in the first two years of me operating, the, co- the economy collapsed. So, to, so Gary, the reason why you like operating in shit tough markets is why? Because A players win more. Right. 
When times are good, yeah. B's and C's and D's get too much. Got you. Got it? Because there's a lot of people who are watching right now who are taking the money they're learning, they're getting, and they're over leveraging themselves. They're buying homes and cars and watches instead of investing in their business, saving money. So when things hit the trash, you know, if you save the million dollars in cash, if you're really good at what you do, and the market collapses, well, all of a sudden, property that was three million might be 1.5, and 1.5 might be 480,000. You then take that million dollars and deploy it, and when things go back up, you've made real wealth. Instead, when times are good, people out here are buying vacations to Maui, and, and buying better cars, and buying a bigger home, over leveraging themselves, getting too many mortgages, and then they get caught. Yeah. I love that winners win, yeah. and that losers lose. I love the meritocracy of business. And in real estate over the la- forever, and through my 20, 30 years professionally that I've paid attention to, and I say 30 because as a kid I started studying stuff, um, you clearly see the pattern recognition. So how good has the real estate market been in Australia? It's hard, it's It's hard. fragmented, yeah. right? But like, what? So, 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 Sydney, Melbourne, so capital, yeah, let's cities, talk about, yeah. capital cities, and most of the people that are sitting here watching this video now at ARIC, um, I've been working marketplaces where there's lots of buyers. Um, Gary, the biggest challenge that agents have before is, you go before you say that, yeah. how long has that market been good? It's been, uh, I'd say, three, four years. And before that, average on the way up. Yeah. So uh, when's it been bad? Oh nine, oh eight. Yeah. Same as you know. That's what I'm worried about. What I want to do in these eleven questions and whatever else you bring up is, I want to tell you things that will help you in three years when everything hits the fan. And that's when you will become wealthy, not just rich. If you were prepared for when things really crash, you will buy. Notice the stories of all the people that you respect. It's when the Great Depression and during collapses, that's where all the wealth is made. Yeah, yeah. So how do you position yourself? How do you build your brand? How do you build a marketing engine for your organization or your agents or whatever you're trying to do? I'm a businessman. Anything you say I'm comfortable in answering because that's what I do. But what were we gonna say? So, so, so Gary, what, what, the, the biggest, everyone says to me, Tom, tell us, how do we stand out? Like, it's yeah, all from about- the pact. From the pact, it's all about finding business. I mean, some of the questions that have come in is, if, if, you, if you were in real estate right now, and you wanted to attract potential sellers, um, people thinking of selling, because getting the listing is as hard as getting the buyer. Yes. In, in lots of Australia, yes. right? If you, how, what would you do to stand out to build your personal brand? I would do what I'm doing. I would do a vlog. Right. A reality TV show. Right. Oh, you must love this. Yeah, I'm sorry. By the way, I have a friend who won a contest on Instagram to follow me around for a couple of hours and he's from the you know east coast of Canada right. in the real estate business, a 24 year old and he's been following my stuff and doing quite well. His dad is a real winner in that market. I would be, do- you know, one thing I always say, if anybody, you know, I- I'm gonna assume a lot of you don't know who I am. I'm sure some do. Um, but a lot of you at 4,000 people are not gonna know. They know you, Gary. I know, but I know thousands, that, you know, I appreciate it. But even at Social Media Com New York, half the crowd doesn't know me. People are misunderstand how brand works. Don't read what I say, watch what I do. So what would I do? I would start a vlog. Every one of you should film yourself every single day. Now, let's start over. Some of you are uncomfortable with that. But I'm sure Australia, because all TV shows map around the world, I'm sure you have your million dollar listings or, you know, I'm sure there's three or four yeah. people on TV that yeah. are, are real estate agents, yeah. right? Yeah. Good. 
do that on Facebook. What I do know about the Australian market is that the Facebook marketplace, the Facebook world is huge. It's actually better than it is in the US because less people are marketing on it, less people are running ads through it, so the attention's even more valuable. So I would literally, literally, as a real estate agent, do exactly what I'm doing as a CEO of an agency. I'd be documenting my day, and instead of sitting in this table and in cars all day and traveling, like you guys see on my daily V, I know you've seen in others, people that know me have seen it, yours would be going to listings. Yours would be sitting with somebody trying to convince them to give you the listing. Here's what would happen. You would build micro fame, personal brand. It's why real estate people have been putting their faces on billboards and bench tops for decades. You want that branding. It's why your face is on your open house listings and your website. I think you need to take it to another step. So how do you do that? You hire an intern or you pay somebody as little as possible or you have your son or daughter do it or you do it on your own phone if you have nobody. Document your day and put it out on Facebook. It would be the number one thing that would take you. Now you have to understand the advice I just gave you. 98% of you can't do it because it's too heady. It feels too hard. But for the 2% of you that do do this, after you figure out what I'm talking about, your, your business will be massively impacted. I'm about to give you a lot of other answers that will make your business grow 20%, 30%, 15%, 9%, 8%, 40%. But this can make your business grow 500%. How, how, Gary, how yeah. important does the video, do you have to get a proper production company? No. no. How much is that camera? 3000 This camera's $3,000 and it's beyond good enough. I mean, you could do it on your phone. Right. These phones are insane. Like, like you know, these are real video guys. So, so, like, so, so, so Gary, what, what, what's your view of, of, a, of a, the camera quality of a, an iPhone, like an iPhone 7, versus getting a, a, a proper camera? You, you don't think that should be a showstopper for you if you don't, if, no? Do, do, do. Right. Just start. Okay. You, you, know, like, you like Facebook? No, I don't like Facebook. I adore Facebook. Wow. I believe that Facebook, more than any other platform, sells more homes for anybody if they actually know what they're doing. I think Google AdWords is great. Um, I think direct mail is fine. I don't think anything's dead. I just think the people here who are sending direct mail don't realize that if they took that $8,000 or $900 and spent it on Facebook properly, because you can waste it, uh, they would win. Okay, give me an idea of what properly sounds like. A video or picture that excites people, targeted to people that live in the neighborhood or neighborhoods or some other data point, income level, that match what you're trying to achieve. So I think it would be really interesting to make a listing in video, post it on Facebook, and then run an ad against that content, this is now detailed, against people that live within a 30 mile radius of that house listing who make over $150,000 a year. Right, okay. So you're saying, so you, So two things I'm getting out of this. Firstly, is start doing what you're doing. Don't just, you know, uh, sit there and listen to what you're saying. Just study what you're actually doing, your own videos. Basically copy that. And the second thing is is create... Your way, because I'm a charismatic, over-the-top, extremely attractive human being. You are. But I'm kidding. What I mean by that is you need to be you. So I made a mistake the first 80 episodes of my wine show, yeah. which was I wasn't fully me. And it was doing well anyway because I was so knowledgeable about wine. But the second I stopped being scared that the people on the other end who were buying $10,000 a week of wine from me wouldn't think that I was too goofy or too over the top or too me, well then the show exploded. Gary, And I'm gonna say one more point because a lot of you, and then I, I apologize, but I need you to hear this. If you're not charismatic and flamboyant and over the top, that's okay. Right. If you're just highly educated, you're right. if you're just monotone, 
but you're like, look, you look for mold here, and what you, here I'll do it. And what you need to understand is the school system here is very good, and we know that there's a new mall being built three miles away, and the new district principal is gonna make this school better, and we also are aware that the housing, this new building is gonna be built over here, and a new subway stop is happening, and that's why I believe that this home is $100,000 underpriced, even if you said it that way. If you're just massively knowledgeable, that's also a way to win. Okay, so you're saying tell a story, create a story, a narrative about what the the, the neighbor content. Right. It could be narrative. I could I could pitch you the dream of what Queensland can be, or I can just give you raw data of the reality of why this is a good arbitrage because the homeowners' kids are selling it because the parents passed away, and I just think it's a good buy. Right. Information. You 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 love. In by the way, in video, audio, or written form. Right. I'm pushing video because if you can do it, it's the biggest impact. Right. If you can't, just record it on your memo device on your phone yeah. and post it on SoundCloud and then post it on Facebook and let people listen while they're, like, like, a lot of people work out and would love to hear 30 listings and why they should buy it. What do you think of podcasts? I'm obsessed. Okay, so you think an agent should consider, like you're saying everything, you're just saying text is fine, video is fine, podcasting is fine. I think every single real estate agent right now at ARC is a media company. Yeah and that they should produce content in all the mediums that there are for media companies. Written word, audio, and video. And the best part is, I do that. Okay, beautiful. Another question that came in, Gary. Yes. Um, it's Tom, can you please tell us uh, and ask Gary, what was the most cost-effective thing Gary did to turn his family wine business from three million to 60 million in five years? Email marketing and Google AdWords, both which are nowhere close to as good of a deal as they were when I did it. Right. And the new version of that is influencers on Instagram and Facebook ads. Influencers on Instagram and Facebook ads. So you would, Giving Facebook ads to who in real estate? If, if an agent that's watching this at Eric right now wants to stand out in their marketplace, um, what do they do on Facebook in terms of advertising? If they can, they make a video of why they're the best real estate agent to do business with and they run it against the zip codes of the neighborhoods that they want to do business in. Right. Beautiful. Insta? Insta, I would go with influencers that live in the neighborhoods that you want to attack and get them to endorse you by paying them. Wow. Okay. And what does endorsement look like? Having them rave about you. Yes, but now you have to be authentic, right? So a product like a coffee or a bikini is easy, right? A real estate agent, that's tough. So I'm trying to think about how I would do that. So here's how I'd do it. You find the alpha mom or the famous, you know, AFL football player that lives in town or whatever it is and you get them to, you pay them $1,000 to endorse you but they don't know you because you just DM them, direct message them on Instagram and said, hey, I want to pay you to give my, my real estate firm a shout out. They're not going to feel comfortable doing yeah. that. So what I would do is I would hit up Sally and say, Sally, I want you to give a shout out to your neighborhood right. on behalf of me. So you don't ask Sally to say, Tom is the best real estate agent. Meanwhile, they don't know you from Adam. Yeah, yeah. What you say is, you know, I'm here on behalf of Tom who's selling a lot of homes in Queensland. Yeah. I live on this street, this micro neighborhood. Give me a hot neighborhood right now. Uh, West End. West End. Hey guys, Gary V here. Happy uh, resident of the West End. Been loving living here for the last two years. Tom reached out to me. I'll be transparent. We're just getting to know each other, but so far I really like him. But if you are thinking about living in West End, this is the place to be. Blah, 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 blah. 
Then Tom posts it on his page. Tom has, uh, I'm sorry, Gary posts it on his account. Tom, you paid me $1,000, $3,000, $4, depending on how valuable I am, to post on my account. And then all of my 1.6 million followers see that post. I tag you. Yeah. 18 of them are in the market for home. They all follow you. You convert one of them, ROI positive. Yeah, I mean, listen, here's the thing, guys. I didn't get here by accident. Yeah. This has all been execution. Like it's theory, social media, digital's good. Yes, the mobile device is now important. Yes, it's theory, but as you can see, I'm also very comfortable in giving very black and white examples because that's what I do every day. I'm a practitioner. I'm not only the architect, I'm the general contractor, I'm the mason, I'm the plumber, I do it all. I mean, Gary, I'm just, Curious, have you got a set? Do you do you have a set of daily rituals that keep you in state this way? I yep. mean, is, is there rituals that you have? One, I make pretend that my family is gonna die today. I know it's a very weird one, but it's literally what I do. I am so grateful to be alive and that the people I care about are alive that I'm so motivated to do because of my gratitude that I put in the 18 hours a day every day, and I mean, my team knows I see D-Rock shaking his head, you're seeing a little bit. There is no minute, there's no minute. I'm not like sitting and re- watching YouTube videos and hanging out, my, like every second is scheduled. I'm going hard, fast, you saw, right? We yeah. got a late start here. Yeah. As soon as you walk, I'm, I'll give you a hug, we'll take yeah. a picture and you'll leave, like I'm yeah. in. Yeah. I'm grateful. Yeah, yeah. And you, you know, Yeah. I'm grateful. Yeah. And so, I'm grateful I was born in a bad place, the Soviet Union. Three of my four grandparents died in their 50s and 40s and 30s. My grandmother on my mom's side died in her 30s. My dad's dad died in his 40s. My, my grandfather on my mom's side, my grandfather, her dad died at 50. Like I've lost, I lost a lot of family members at young ages. I'm thankful, I'm grateful. I was born with talent, clearly, I know that. And so I wanna squeeze it. One, one life, one at bat. I'm t- you know, I can't imagine sitting at that conference right now and complaining with my friend before this presentation started about the markets. Yeah, there's so many real estate agents now. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. And the market is the market. Yeah. I just, I'm just very grateful and, I, uh, and that's why I work so hard. And that's why I can pontificate and be on a pedestal and be Gary Vee. And that's why I can also find time to be Gary Vaynerchuk, the CEO of this company and the practitioner and the executor of the work that needs to be done. And guys and girls, I'm telling you, as I'm sitting here in this office in New York, mate, this thing here is a major business. There is people, I mean, it actually reminds me of News Corp head office. I mean, there's just people rushing left, right and center. It's like the world's getting their agendas out of this office here. This guy is not a professional speaker that just goes around, does talks, walks away, picks up a feed. This guy is living his talk. His audio matches his video. He's doing this shit. Gary, mate, can I ask you, any success activities that you do on a daily basis that you recommend to people? You know, we just talked about it a little bit and I'll try to synthesize it to give you guys value. So gratitude's mate. So I think of it as clouds and dirt. Right. Macro, micro. Right. At a macro, it's gratitude and empathy. Nobody's ever let me down in my life. Right. Let me say that one more time. Nobody has ever let me down. Wow. It's big. I'm gonna start talking about it more because I've realized I don't talk about it a lot. I'm happy all the time. I expect the other people, I expect you, all 4,000 of you, D-Rock, these two lovely men, I just think everybody should worry about themselves. That is a natural human default. 
I don't expect anything from anybody. I don't think anybody owes me anything. When I provide enormous value, I still don't believe that they owe me anything. I never give with expectation. Yeah. And nobody's ever let me down. And you know how happy I am? Yeah. You know how good it feels to yeah. never be let down? Yeah. So that's huge for me. Yeah. Patience, you know, these big macro pillars. And then at a micro, I'm a doer. I download Instagram when it comes out and I play with it. I don't make fun of Snapchat. You know how many of you made fun of Snapchat? Who cares, it's a fad, it's not gonna matter. Why not download and play with it and have yeah. a real opinion? Yeah. You know how many of these people told, have opinions about Facebook ads yeah. and they've never run one? Yeah. Gary, I wanna ask you, I mean, you're fucking, you're, sorry, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're pumped. Yes. You're pumped. Loads, of, loads of energy. Can I ask you, when things go, when you have a losing yeah. streak, yeah. you know, you lose a deal or you lose someone yeah. that you really like in, in your team. Yeah, happens every day. Else. Happens every day. Yeah? Happens every day. How many people work here? 750. Okay. So good people leave, good people come. That You know, I mean, you're running a major... Lose a client, lose, lose a pitch. Ha- how do you, how have do somebody say that I'm a shyster on a video. That bothers me. You know, I'm a high energy guy and yeah. I know why people would be cynical. How do you handle that? I mean, there must be, with so many people, millions love you, yeah. there must be occasional people that write stuff. When how millions love you, tens of thousands hate you. How do you handle that? Empathy. It means they're sad. I feel bad for people that leave comments that I suck because it means that they're projecting their feelings against me. I feel like my content is a mirror. Because of the way I do it, I feel like my content is a mirror. I think, I think the way people react to me is a bigger indicator on who they are because I'm such a contradiction and such a juxtaposition of pulling in opposite directions that if you choose, I always say that people find what they're looking for. Yeah. And so I think because I'm pulling from such opposite directions of meritocracy, empire, competitive, wanna be a tycoon, I wanna slice Rupert Murdoch's throat, like I wanna win the whole thing. Yeah. And I wanna be the nicest person and the best human that ever lived and you know, like that. Um, empathetic, like a lot of soft skills, EQ, good guy. I think that people see what they're looking for when they look at me. So when I see people flame me, yeah. I default into thinking, sucks that they're in a bad place, that they just spent 20 minutes watching a YouTube video and deciding that I'm a shithead. Wow. And then I feel really bad for them because they're gonna lose. Because I'm gonna win. Yeah. And so you have to understand, when people said that Rupert Murdoch was a joke 40 years ago, lost in history. They had it over a beer in Sydney and nobody remembers that. When people say I'm a loser on social media and I'm gonna win the whole thing, I'm gonna call them out 30 years later and be like, hey, where's Ricky Pants 49 from Twitter? (laughs) But you know, I mean that's cool. Like I love when people say things about me. You know, I'm on this new Apple TV show, which you'll be able to see because it's gonna be global. Uh, It's gonna be on Apple. It's called Planet of the Apps. Will I am Jessica Alba, Gwyneth Paltrow, and me are the four mentors that an app pitches to and then we take them to a VC. There was an article written that said, this new show is out and it's gonna be really great from Apple. And the judges, they said judges, but we're not really judges, we're mentors. Or they said mentors, I'm sorry. The mentors are Will I am Jessica Alba, Gwyneth Paltrow, and others. Right. The writer razzed me. She doesn't understand that that chip, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I want all of you to think I'm not good. Yeah. I hate when people like me. I hate the admiration. I mean, I enjoy it. It's yeah. very, fla- let me rephrase. I'm flattered yeah. and humbled yeah. and emotional. Yeah. When I hear it, when people love me, I'm more 
51% happier when people don't because it motivates the shit out of me to stick it to their face. How much of success is skill and how much is psychology? Well, I think psychology is a skill, right? I think if you are lucky enough to be born with emotional intelligence, which is what I think my skill is, right. I think you, it manifests. I understand people and that's sales, right? Yeah. So what I think is great is do you know how to use that to be a, a, a positive versus being a negative man, manipulation? I can sell anything. My friends, I'm gonna tell you something right now that's gonna really make you dislike me. It is my firm belief that if I flew to Australia right now and decided to get into real estate market that within three to five years I'd be in the top 1%. What would you do? I'm not sure, I'd listen the first year. Right. I'd go get a shit job Right. and listen. And then I would figure it out because that's what I'm good at. I'm good at watching human behavior, yeah. understanding market dynamics, yeah. reverse engineering my strategy, yeah. and then working my face off towards it. So that's what I think I'm good at. So I think that's like, the reason I think I can do that is I think my psychology and people skills is a skill. Right. Um, so that's what I think. Gary, why yeah. Because I'd also motivate my team. Yeah. You know, I think one thing people don't remember is so many of you should be motivating your team. Yeah. The reason you feel the action here is they feel supported. What's the secret of motivating a team? What, what, what do you do? Knowing that you work for them, not the reverse. Wow. You see that that way. You I, see the people here. That I work for them. You work for them. 100%. I mean, unbelievably. I get the riches. How can I ask D-Rock and Tyler to work as hard as I do? I hate, when people say that, it drives me. Of course they're not working as hard as you do. Give them the equity. Yeah. I love when owners are like, ah, my people don't work hard. I'm like, my dad, I mean, a lot of these things come from my dad. I don't talk a lot about, I talk about it in theory. But like, my dad used to be mad at $9 an hour employees for not working as hard as he did. I'm like, dad, you're an idiot. Yeah. How, how do you expect a 24-year-old kid making nine, by the way, excuse me, Five fifty an hour. This is a long time ago. How could they? So, yeah. And by the way, there's another thing. When you work for them, it's one by one. It's one by one. It's like, what do you? What does D Rock want? What does? And sometimes it's money. Yeah. And sometimes it's fame. Yeah. And sometimes it's recognition. Yeah. And sometimes it's creativity out. Like, there's a million different things. Now, real estate. A lot of them are motivated by dollars. That's easy. Yeah. That's easy. Yeah. That I love. Yeah. I got a little bit of a different thing going on here. Too many of these people are not motivated by money. It makes it a much more complicated matrix. Look, what are the things that would motivate some of the people? Work-life balance. Right. Uh, creativity here. Yeah. Um, culture is very big. Uh, vacation policy. We have an unlimited vacation policy. Liking the what, people. What, I mean, what's that mean, unlimited vacation? You can take off every day. I'll fire you. <laughs> but you can. Right. But there's people here that take like three, four, five, six, seven, eight weeks off a year. Right. And then we evaluate if they're doing, if you know, listen, you can take seven weeks off. You better be unstoppable in the other 45. Right. You, you, you mentioned the term work-life balance. Yes. What does that mean to you? I mean, what hours do you work? All of them. That got a good laugh out. I'm, I'm predicting that 4,000 of you laughed. Um, you know, I, I work 15, 17 hours a day. So this is like, what, 6 to 10, 11 o'clock? I'm working really, so I work out six to seven. I'm working like 7.30, eight, let's call it eight. I've been doing a little bit better lately because my wife and I have been like, I want to be smart. Right. But I went a year and a half going eight to 11. Wow. Yeah, I was going 12 to what you're right. I was going eight to like midnight. I was going eight to midnight consistently for a year and a half. Right now I'm like eight to 10.30, 11. So I'm, I'm probably a little bit closer to 15 hours a day, right. five days a week. Um, 
you have to understand the difference about me too. It's how tight that 15 hours is. I genuinely believe, I, you really, is that something you really noticed? Since I've been in here, like, I met you first thing this morning. We had our little chat. Little chat. And this is, I, you know, it's mid afternoon. This is my first time seeing you. Like, you haven't left in here. It's been like meeting after meeting after meeting. I, I do believe that my 15 hour day, which is already ridiculous right. in a world where most people work eight. To the people watching this on the big screen at ARIC right now, Gary, if, if there's people there in pain, people there that are struggling, yes. right? Um, um, and they're, they're just in stuck zone, maybe overwhelmed, maybe you know, procrastinating, I don't know. What are three things that you can think of saying to them right, right here to them? Self-awareness is number one. Stop trying to be somebody that you're not only to look good in front of other people. Get to that place where you don't care about what other people think and start auditing yourself. Figure out if you're selling homes because you want the money or because your dad did it or because it's, it looks cool because you're independent or because it's easy because the market's been good for the last nine years. I had the world walk in my favor. I was an entrepreneur as a kid. I was a terrible student. I, I had the world go in my favor. When I was a kid, entrepreneurship was bad. I was supposed to, you know, education. That's how you get out. I always stayed true to myself. Now I'm a big shot. People made fun of me. Think about this for everybody who's listening. Oh, you went into, you lived it. Oh, you went into your dad's business and I was a bad student. So I was a shitty student right. and then I went to work for my dad's liquor store. Right. I was a loser or so everybody thought. That's real. That's what people thought. I didn't think that. I thought I was going into the family business because I could do it much better. That I wanted to pay debt back my mom and dad who brought me to America and raised me perfectly and are the best people I know and I wanted to give back and that I would build a foundation for my future ventures. There's people in pain because they're not living the life that they should be living because there's all these other variables, responsibilities that were out of their control, uh, people's opinions that they care about too much. I would just remind people that they only live once. Right. That's number one. Number Number two, I would say that you need to become a practitioner. Complaining that your mom and dad were alcoholics or that your aunt or, or that you married somebody with a lot of debt or whatever these million things, complaining about stuff brings you zero value. Yeah. It's yeah. got no value. Yeah. You know this, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? Yeah. You gonna dwell yeah. or are you gonna do? Yeah. You're gonna do yeah. if you're a winner. So I've got bad news for you. Nobody cares because they have their own problems. The reason nobody's ever let me down is because I know they have their own problems. Yeah. It may look good. Yeah. Like, you know, I always was fascinated by pretty looking people just because it's fun to look at pretty people, but both, both boys and girls. It was interesting. Like the first really pretty girl I dated, her life was screwed up. Her parents were screwed up and I just remember thinking like, oh man, that sucks. <laughs> like, like yeah. you know, like, 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 like I, I just don't think people get it. And so um, I would stop complaining. It is the quickest way to start winning. Nobody cares. And the only people that care and console you and make you feel better are only two groups of people. One, the three or four people that are closest to you, your mother, your yeah. brother, and two, your loser friends who are also complaining and misery likes company. <laughs> it's true. Who listens to complaining? Your mom, because she has to. Yeah. And your girlfriend, Karen, because she's a loser too. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's, so those are things that I would think about. Understand the macro that you've only got one at bat and number two, get out of bad behavior that's bringing you no value. That, well, you know someone that's got limiting beliefs or a bad story, any tips that you can give them to change that belief? Hang out with new people. Right. Yeah, that's a big one. Like go to Facebook and go to like positive, motivated group, find something, break your patterns, stop hanging out with your high school friends. If you're making, if you're doing well but you don't feel fully satisfied but you're confused because you're hanging out with all other pl- friends that you grew up with and they're doing worse than you, don't feel like, you know, don't be the tallest short guy. Yeah. If you're four foot nine, you're not tall. Yeah, yeah. If you hang out with all four foot five guys, you're tall. Yeah. Go hang out with a seven footer. Right? You like that one, right? Guys, do something actionable. There's 4,000 of you here. Do me one favor. As soon as this talk's over, I don't know if there's a breakout session later, just go up to three people and say hello. Hello. You know, Gary, I'm giving you the air cover. Gary just said hello, I'm saying hello. Exchange business cards, meet up with them. People is what makes the world go round. Like, you'll meet somebody. I'm so happy right now because I know I'm forcing you to do something that's gonna bring you great value. You're gonna meet a mate who lives on the other side of the goddamn country and is not bothering you, you're not really that competitive and they're doing this and you're changing. Like, don't, when somebody else is winning, don't be upset, don't be upset somebody's got $3 million sale. Be happy for them and learn from it. Be, don't try to, I always say there's two ways to build the biggest building, right? Two ways to build the biggest building in town. Here they are. Here are the biggest buildings that's gonna be about the same size, right? There's two ways. One is the way I'm trying to do it, which is just build the biggest building. Two is what everybody else tends to do. I'll go ahead, this is the shortest one, good. Biggest building. This is shit. This is a loser. Cool, you're the biggest building, but look what you did. Just build the biggest building. Be happy for this guy. Be happy for everybody else. Just build it. Be good enough to just build it. Love it. Yeah, I love it. Focus on your, don't try and get the biggest building by chopping everyone else's down. So many of you are shitting on other people's listings. It's making you look like a loser. When somebody shits on another person's thing, I know that's the quickest tell that they suck. Yes. Gary. Yes, sir. If you were disrupting real estate in Australia, what would a disruptor look like? Be a media company. Wow. Podcast, blog, written word, Reach out to influencers on Instagram that are, guys, everybody under 30 in Australia is paying attention to Instagram. Figure out the 5,000 most famous people on Instagram in Australia and do things with them. Some, of, some people here are multiple business people. They own an ice cream shop or a surf shop, right? Like I would trade free ice cream for shout out for my real estate business if it's not working as well. Yeah. I would let them stay in a home I own on the beach. Like work. Yeah. Deal. Yeah. Make action happen. Yeah. Don't just do the normal, I'm a real estate agent. I list it. I send direct mail. Yeah. I put my picture on a billboard. I'm the biggest in this town and it's always gonna, I can't wait for some of you to get crushed because you're the biggest in your town and some kid's gonna listen to what I'm talking about and put you out. And you deserve it because you became complacent because you were the leader in your market. So you're, when you're a lead, that's vulnerable, isn't it? The worst. I hate the lead. I hate it. I hate it so much that when I won the wine business, I just left it. There's no fun. Where are you going to go? Yeah. <laughs> I hate the lead. I hate it because I hate it especially now because technology is moving fast. Yeah. And a lot of the people that are in the lead in this conference right now are older. Yeah. 
and older in brain, not older in your 62, older in your mind. There's 25 year olds in this conference that are old. Older in your mind. Gary, I told you off camera before, a lot of what you said in jab, 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 right hook or Yes, hook, right hook. And uh, crush it, thank you economy. I've used it in my own, in the real estate gym, which most of the people that are at Arica are aware of it or part of it. Can you elaborate for those that haven't read um, those books, jab, jab, hook in a, in, a, in a short instant, what does that mean? On social media, give, 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 and then take. Right. Don't post on Facebook, here's my listing, here's my listing, here's my listing. If you're, what's West End you said? Yeah. If you're selling homes in the West End, well, homes, right? Yeah. If you're selling homes in the West End, why don't you make a video every day reviewing the stores and public spaces and school district and teachers and interview people around the West End five times and then the sixth post talk about your listing. All of a sudden you become the West End expert. Yeah. You become the Yelp, yeah. the, you know, the whatever you guys have in your country of West End. Okay. Give, give, give and then ask. Okay. You know what I do on social media. I give yeah. away all my content. Yeah. Then every two, three years I have a new book. Yeah. Then I go in for the push. Okay. Um, th- thank you, economy. Word of mouth is how every one of you have sold homes. Yeah. When's the last time you sold a home and then six months later sent the person that bought a home a flowers, a fruit basket, a nice bottle of Barossa Valley Shiraz and the note said, you know, it's been six months, not when you sold it and there's a nice little bottle of wine in the house because you just sold it. No, no, two years later. Two years from the day that you closed the deal and you sent them a nice bottle of Barossa Valley Shiraz and said, hey, you've been in the home for two years now. Hope everything's super well. Enjoy this great bottle of dead arm Shiraz, McLaren Val, on that one. You know what will happen when you send that $47 bottle of Shiraz to that person's house? He or she's gonna share that bottle of wine with a mate who happens to be in the marketplace for a home and you're gonna close a deal. You're only going after new business. You're not going back and thanking people in the past. Word of mouth is how people sell stuff. I wrote the thank you economy to show them all the ways to create word of mouth events. Okay. Gary. I, by the way, I love that tactic. Yeah. I mean, nobody of the 4,000 has ever done yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, because, because Gary, everyone. Because you're on to the next one. Yeah. I just emailed, and I do it, I just emailed somebody that I did business with two years ago at VaynerMedia, out of the blue, yes, Saturday, and said, hey, anything I can help you with in your career? They lost their mind. Gary, when you're pitching for business, yes. take, take, take price away as in yes. the business. And by the way, I know we talked a lot about that. There's a, the worst business model to sell on price. Right. Let's talk about, how do you, what's the key to delivering an incredible pitch to someone that you're trying to, 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 to sell them your services? Like. In person? Yeah, so you're sitting there. Charisma. Like, charisma. Charisma. But is that, is that something that nope. you're born with? Yep. Okay, so if you haven't got it, you're, you're shit? You're not shit, you're just not as good as the person that has more charisma than you. Can you improve it? Yes, but only a little bit, just like my tennis analogy. Right. So then you can't play on charisma. Right. So then you play on price, or you play on a tactic. Right. Self-awareness. If you're sitting in the audience and you look at the three people that you know in your town and you're like, I'm competing with Gary, he's just so charismatic, he's gonna beat me eight out of 10 times. Right. Well then you gotta trick Gary. Right. You gotta beat him a different way. Right. You can't do what Gary does. How would you beat Gary if you're not? Price. Right. You know, Gary's 3%, you right. can come in and be 1-5, that yeah. will take some market. Yeah, and anything then, else? Sure. Um, uh, follow up, uh, uh, better skills. Right. 
you know, poke at Gary's, Gary's charismatic and he'll make you feel good and I'll sign you all goddamn day. But you also have the best mold person. Right. You have the best general contractor. You have the best renovation of plumber. Like, so you need to be known as the person that if you have a shitty bathroom, yeah. you go with this person because they've built an ecosystem of plumbers and designers. Right. Got it? Got it. Got it. Got you got it. gotta have something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I never play, you've heard me say this, Tyler, I never play the other man's game. If she has a move better than mine, I'm out. Work your strengths. And punt your weaknesses. You do that in your whole life, isn't it? That's what you work, your strengths. Only. Notice how I, you do know me. I only talk about the same, you guys could have done this interview. Yeah. (laughs) You love that, right? I love it, I love it. Because it makes sense. Yes. It makes sense. And everybody's sold to fix their weaknesses. Yeah. Get better at social media. I'm selling you, get better at social media. Maybe you shouldn't, but. It starts with macro. It starts up here, guys. Time, Gary, time, yeah. time management. Yes. I want to ask you time management. People, like, picture it. They, they, they're married. They've got kids. They've got family. They're running around. They're trying Don't to judge yourself. People. Wow. Uh-huh. I really like doing this with you because you get shit. You get it. Yeah, because, Gary, I get it because what you've been reading, writing about I've gone and executed. And you and saw what worked. happened. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> it makes it easy. <laughs> Guys, don't judge yourself. You missed your kid's uh, rugby match. It happens. Yeah. What are you, the worst father on earth? Yeah. I mean, it happens. It happens. You know, other times, I've done both. I've missed the rugby match. Not rugby, not as popular here. I've missed the school play. And other times, I gave up a big business opportunity to be at the school play. Yeah. You ride the waves. Yeah. Like judging yourself, like I'm the worst parent, I'm the worst entrepreneur. Like just match, your actions need to match your mouth. Yeah. Don't tell me that you're gonna buy all of Sydney up and be a trillionaire, but then go to every play and every rugby match and take the weekends off. Yeah, yeah. And don't tell me you're the greatest dad of all time and it's all about your children when you're going to every goddamn business meeting. Yeah, yeah. I keep it right down my truth. I love my kids. I try to do everything I can. You know, you know, I'll do everything I can, but like I also have to be happy and I have to execute on my DNA and do my thing. Like if I'm not happy, it all breaks. You love everyone tells me that you you love a, a baseball team here. It's, football. Uh, foot, American football. Uh, uh, the New York Jets. Okay, so um, you've loved them since a young kid, right? Since I was 6. 6. Did, what, what, By the way, I went to a footy playoff game at Collingswood. Yeah. In uh, 8 years ago, it was a great game. AFL in, mm-hmm. in Australia. Mm-hmm. Okay, so can I ask you? That was you, just a fun fact. You, 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 you've got this obsession to, to buy, buy them, to buy that team, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So because I'm bitter because my team has never won a Super Bowl. Well, excuse me, has not won a Super Bowl since I've been alive. Right. They last won in 1969, and the way I know how to handle things is to take control. Right. So I figured if I'll buy it, then I can win a Super Bowl. If the Jets win a Super Bowl, I won't want to buy them. Wow. Then I'll care all about that. That's Madison Square Garden over there. Uh, and then I'll want to buy the Knicks because they, I haven't won a championship in basketball either. But the Yankees, baseball, and the Rangers, hockey, they both won for me and I don't care about them anymore. Right. I like the climb. Gold, gold, gold. As we finish off, Gary, these 4,000 people are leaving on Monday. So this conference is uh, being two days, Sunday, yep. Monday. Yep. They're leaving. I want you, um, what are three things that you think that they have to go off and nail to have their best 12 months in their life? I think you take all of Tuesday and self-reflect 
if this talk got through to you of like, should you even be a real estate agent? Are you actually providing value? Are you prepared for financial crisis? Are you putting enough work based on your ambition? And I think you need to get real. Right. Um, next, I think you need to understand that this has taken over the world. That if you're not in the technology business and on social media, you're irrelevant and you're on your way to being put out of business. And then number three, start reading and Googling and watching videos and listening to audio on how to do this and then go do. Gary V, thank you so much, brother. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Love you guys.